0: Do you ever wonder what it's going to take for you to just let go of all your stories and all the junk and all the wounds and all the crap that's in between you and the person you're trying to look at to see if you can actually see who they are and see if you can actually share all the love that you might potentially have to share with each other? Listen today while the gals take you on a little journey.
1: Welcome to holy fuck holy fuck holy fuck two gals on the prowl for enlightenment sex and all things holy holy fuck each week beauty alchemist and transformational coach and speaker Catherine mcclelland and spiritual healer and life coach krista kim discuss navigating spiritual consciousness in a real human body stumbling through dating relationships and everyday life all while maintaining a fucking sense of humor. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Holy Fuck Podcast. We're so excited to be here with you today in the middle Hi of everyone. all this madness. <laughs> madness. madness. So Krista and I are
0: participating in all the ways that we're supposed to, which means we are Talking talking
1: coronavirus participants. Yeah, we're both sequestered in our homes uh, with our kids. <laughs> Yay! As and, is everybody in the country, it seems like. Yeah, I think
0: pretty much all of us. Although I, I hear lots aren't, but, mm-hmm. you know. We're doing our part. We're doing our part to the part that we've been asked to do, whether uh, we know anything more than <laughs> anybody else about what's happening. But we are doing, especially the part that feels like it's really taking care of other people. Whether we feel like we're particularly vulnerable or not. It's not necessarily about that. And so we're here. We're taking care of ourselves. We're taking care of you. But we are so we're not in person together,
1: which is (laughs) unusual for us. And you know, there's that part of us that's just like, should we just get together and do it anyways? Because you know, that's how we always do it. And it's really taken some letting go and accommodation on both of our parts to be like, okay, this is not where the world is at right now, and let go of the perfection of the sound and you know all of that type of thing, and it's like just show up and do what we do and get the message out because that's so much more important and valuable than whether this is you know sounding technically perfect. Not that we ever sound technically so we're perfect. <laughs>
0: so we're hoping you'll agree that you'll put up with our sound today as we speak to each other across you know, know, twenty blocks, and Zoom. But um, here we are, and we have a really interesting thing to talk about today. So. Uh, I know you all who've been following us know that Mr. Delicious and I have been working on some healing that's brought up some big stuff, and uh, Krista's been exploring her fun stuff, with- <laughs> and I think you guys have been following that wildness, too. And one of the things we're both kind of thinking about today, and Krista will tell you her part, too, is what part of all of this stuff is all the other people and maybe our history and maybe our heredity and maybe women from all time that need to heal things. uh, And men from all time. And men Um, from all
1: time. They have their
0: stuff too, yeah. They have their stuff too. Um, But like that we can't really see the person in front of us. And how they showed up for me this week was, since you've heard about how much struggle has been going on, (laughs) There was a sense of peace that suddenly settled over us this week and of all weeks, (laughs) thank God, um, because there's been so much chaos outside of us. But there was a sense of. This is really done. This is really like this is really time when we want to explore what it is we're here to share fully between the two of us. And the love that's existent in, in the stratosphere, the, I don't know, the universe that's really available to be explored once we get some of this healing work out of there.
1: Because it yeah. can get exhausting just doing the healing work all the time. If you don't stop at some point and be like, "Why are we really here? Are we really here to just sit here and like, you know, heal day after day after day with each other and root out everybody's shit or is it time to like reflect, especially in this day and, you know, with what's going on in the world right now? Can we stop and sit in gratitude for this person who's right in front of us and be like, "I see you and I love you and I get that we're having our little bump up" you know, we're bumping against each other on some certain things, but, you know, can we just see each other today?
0: Yeah. You know, we were talking about this, like, what if we just look at the light? What if we just look at the light in each other? And, and and it's not to say, as you know, that we're going to smooth over anything (laughs) that comes up, but it's like, what if we just decide to see the beauty in other people and decide to see the love in them and know that this stuff that's coming up is often junk that's left in our pipes. Speaking of Roto-Rooter, we did have a little pipe.
1: Oh, now your pipes were clogged? (laughs)
0: Yes, our pipes were clogged. And so today our pipes are clear. It just strikes me that this is the time for us to really let those wounds heal. And so I just woke up yesterday with this sense of like, I'm so lucky that I get to be here and be loving to this human and just hold space to hold the love, like really experience love. Like how much-
1: You haven't been able to feel that though recently because all your stuff has been so upfront. But it's it's like the love has always been there, but because of your junk sitting right in the middle of it, it like it couldn't get through. And so this is like a good indicator in relationship when you're like really just like pushing and pushing and pushing. It's like there's still something there and which sounds like what you're describing is like when you have that settling moment where you go, ah, something like all that bumping up against each other just lifted and cleared and healed. And now it's like this veil's pulled out of the way and you can actually see your partner for all of the deliciousness that he is.
0: <laughs> yeah. And he was there all along. And that's the mm-hmm. other surprising thing is when, <laughs> when that, the healing happens and it just fades away, whatever was in the middle. You're like, oh, yeah. I remember. There you that. are. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, that other stuff was in me.
1: Yeah, and it's like you can see them as you saw them the first time you met them before mm. all of the stuff got built between you. Right.
0: Does
1: that make sense? Like, you know, you see that yep. person, you have that instant moment of attraction and love that happens. And it's like when we do these healing moments, it's like a return to that feeling. It's, you know, That's what we you so cool. love to describe as like the field. It's like that moment where the veils pull back and you return to the field and you see each other. And it's like, how long can we stay in the field now with this person?
0: (laughs) Yeah. And one of the most beautiful things is that we forget is that what it gives us to experience love. Like, you know, especially when we're in these big healing processes that are unfolding, we forget to feel love and it feels delicious. It's really like this spacious, yummy field. Now you don't have to have a partner to have this. Well, and this, I love
1: that you're saying that because, you know, in this day and age with everything that's happening right now with the coronavirus and everybody feeling very isolated, and even being in partnership right now is feeling isolated because sometimes you can't physically be around the person, right? Because of all the quarantine stuff. So I love that you're saying like this feeling of settleness and love and peace and healing is really. All about us as individuals, and I think we're going to, you know, get to see more of that as we are all sitting a little bit more in quietness. It's like <laughs> they're going no. to—we're all alone in our little hells. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny because I had this client for over the last year, and a lot of her journey was around um, dealing with feeling like lonely and separate, and you know, really becoming okay with being by herself. And so we kind of had this little text exchange yesterday because I was like, hey, don't you feel kind of ahead of the curve right now? Because you've just (laughs) been able to spend a year healing that and you've become so okay with being alone. And now you're witnessing like everybody else going through like what you've, you know, through the journey that you've been on. She's like, oh my gosh, I can't even tell you how amazing it feels because, now that I'm healed around that, she goes. Every man that's been in my life that you know I've been trying to heal around, they're all reaching out to me to say, "Are you doing okay? You doing okay?" And she's like, "Yeah, I'm great. Thanks." And she goes, and for the first time, she actually felt it and like didn't need them to come in and rescue or didn't feel the need to like be around them. I just thought that was you know really interesting to um, for her to get to the place and for all of us to get to that place where you know we can sit in isolation and. Be okay entertaining ourselves and be okay with the thoughts that are in you know our head and be okay with our own loving and get really, I think this is a time to get really solid in that. And then when we all start venturing back into the world, maintaining that sense of self and sense of worth and sense of love and, you know, returning to the world as almost like a new evolved species. <laughs> yeah.
0: Wouldn't that be cool? I mean, this is certainly an awakening. People are having to make big different choices, right? Mm-hmm. And just to challenge ourselves, like, how much love can I feel? And and the truth is, when the, when the stuff comes up that's really not healed, like you were talking about your clients, certainly, you know, I have this same experience. And I personally have had to grow through that experience. Oh, yeah. And the opportunity that it is to just stay with, like um, Katie Hendricks used to say, being with is loving. So just being with yourself is loving yourself when you're there, when what we would typically call alone. Mm -hmm. And it requires this discomfort. Like we've been talking about what discomfort looks like in your life, what discomfort looks like in my life and how it comes up around the men in our life a lot. Mm -hmm. And now we're really saying like, this is just because someone's standing there. But when you get to be alone, you have the exact same discomfort, and now you—you
1: yeah. don't have anybody to blame on. Blame it on. No, all that's the beauty, right?
0: <laughs> you, right? You have to let go, of blaming it, and it, it's so lovely. I just want to say again, like just deeply breathing into a space where you can experience loving. Yeah. I and a mean, lot of people, you know, a lot of people choose um, as an avenue into this. Just for our listeners. If there isn't somebody with you right now, is some, someone or something that you've actually really loved in your lifetime, who isn't in the room with you now, or maybe anywhere near you or has passed, that you can call up that loving, and then instead of focusing on the person and feeling the loss, you focus on the loving experience that you had with them. Some people I know had the most beautiful parenting experiences with their fathers or their mothers where they just felt so held and so cared for. It's like, wow, can we focus on that and feel the tenderness mm-hmm. and then just bring it in and have an experience of loving because we're whole, you know? And I, I don't know. I think it's just been so exquisite.
1: Well, I think it's the part where you're saying, because you're whole, because you've you know, really been doing a lot of work with Mr. Delicious and, you know, it was your own personal work that had to happen. And so this settling feeling that you just experienced came from you lifting some of those boulders out of your backpack. And, That's you know, I, I've had a very similar experience. to that. So I'm like kind of giggling that we've both been sitting over in our houses, our individual isolation, having oh. our own experiences. And then when we get together, you know, to have a little pre-talk before we start these episodes, it's like, oh, wow, like, We've been in like tandem in a way, having a similar experience. And for me, it was this, um, wow, I don't even know how to like say this, but, um, you know, obviously I've had my experiences with um, golden eyes and that came to an end about six months ago. And, but I was circling around like for the last six months, like still healing from that. It was and all I got.
0: The image when you said circling was like going down the toilet.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, we to, down. Yeah, we had to go down the shitter. Uh, you have such a way with words, Chris. I said. know, I know. You love it, but he like, I've been ha- ruminating, kind of like, oh, I wish I could just tell him this, and I wish I could just tell him that. Mm-hmm. And six months ago, the wish I could tell hims were very like. Snotty, they're very much like, Yeah, you did that, and yeah, I just need to tell you that. No, you need to heal, you know. It was a very, um, you need a, to heal, yeah, you need to heal type thing. And, um, and then I've had obviously other relationship experiences over the last couple of months, and I've been able to soften and let go of, of a lot of the trauma that I, you know, it felt like I experienced with Golden Eyes, Brilliant. and so. Coming into having this new relationship with Mr. Right Here, Right Now, and having the experience of him helping me heal, mm-hmm. kind of what I had experienced with Golden Eyes, all of a sudden I felt whole. And it's been a while, I don't, when I say a while, I mean like since birth, <laughs> where I had that feeling <laughs> of wholeness. Right where I, even oh, with you had it, you had it a couple of times. In the middle <laughs> of I don't know. Let me reflect on that. Um, and it, but it opened up this space where all of a sudden I realized I wasn't grasping at Mister Right here right now to fill something. I was really becoming okay with who he was as a person. So what you're talking about is like, can I actually just see him for who he is and be okay with it, and just see the love between the two of us without my shit in the middle of it. And I was, not that I'm. We should just name this the shitty episode. The shitty episode. Okay. I'll try to stop saying that. that. But apparently it's very like in the forefront of my mind right now. Right here. Right now. But he, you know, I've noticed that I've become better with him at just seeing who he is and not trying to change him or make him fit into, you know, where I wanted it to go. And that really became, it was because I was feeling more whole. What I didn't expect is when I let go of that stuff that I'd been carrying for so long, who circles back in to do some more healing, golden eyes. And it's like, this is somebody that I thought I'll probably never talk to for the rest of my life. Like, honestly, that's kind of what I thought. And so when he started coming back into my field, I was like, okay, can I bring this? What would happen if this? More whole version of myself decided to have a conversation with him and do the same thing with him, GoldenEyes, that I've been doing with Mr. Right Here, Right Now. Like, because the person I was in relationship with GoldenEyes back then is not the person I am today. So, six, you know, giving ourselves six months' distance apart, it's like we are no longer the same person coming back and having this conversation. And that was very hard for me to kind of want to go back into conversation at all because the tendency is to want to go back six months and start to just like continue and pick up where we left off. Pick up the same old story and then just sing it again together. Right. Right. And and I was just like, okay, what would happen if I didn't do that? I, I can't be responsible for how he's going to show up in this conversation. What about if I just decided... I'm going to take all the things I've learned about myself in the last six months and I'm going to have this conversation. And when I see my old self starting to want to come into the conversation, like stopping myself and looking at who that little girl is and then say, no, 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 no. She doesn't get to show up. The updated version gets to show up. And so what happened is I got an opportunity to say all of the things. Kind of that I was wanting to say six months ago, but I wasn't saying them through the the ugliness. Yeah, the fuck you part. It was like I was saying it now from this healed place. So it was kind of like, like the same ideas were being said, but the way I said them was totally different. I wasn't saying them because I needed anything from him. I didn't need him to make me feel better or apologize or... Agree, agree, or change or make promises for the future, or have any expectation that it was going to change where were it was like literally I was just like finally saying what I should have been saying all along,
0: mm-hmm. but in,
1: and I was saying it in a like non judgmental tone and in a tone that he could receive mm-hmm. and the beauty of that is when I dropped the shield and i didn 't go into the conversation like I was going into battle when I just came into the conversation of like, hey, how can we understand each be- each other better so we can fully heal this? Because as I've said in the past, like if I'm still ruminating in my head of like all the things I need to tell them, then I'm not healed. There's still something right. inside that needs to be said. So this was like, okay, I'm going to say all these things in a different way and then I'm just going to let them sit. And the beautiful thing was, I, I feel like he was doing the same thing. like he had had six months to reflect and then come back in. And if there was even a glimmer of our old selves showing up, we both kind of just paused and be like, ah, that's okay. That's that thing. We were very much recognizing where it was coming, coming from. And then we would just kind of start that little part of the conversation over and keep going. And it, it, it felt like for the very first time, we were actually having, a. it was like our two souls were having conversations together instead of our two little wounded warriors, like, you know, battling. Yeah, Krista,
0: you know, I, I love that you just said that because I think that's what I was trying to say in the beginning. It's like, you get to spend time with someone else's soul. Do yeah. You know, like what a gift that is, what an what a honor and respectful moment that is when you just get to be, kind of free of space and time Mm -hmm. and you just spend time with someone else's soul and, and what's unique about them shows up and all of the, you know, we have so many requirements of people, the way they need to show up in our lives for relationship and it, you know, revolves. And uh, honestly, the whole world is reflecting this right now. Like the world needs to show up. Like this way with my bank account. The world needs mm-hmm. to show up this way with schools. The world needs to show up this way with things for my kids. The world needs it. The world's saying, like, we're not showing up at all right now. <laughs> you go home and take care of yourself, right? Right. And, you know, you, you gotta have like wash, like towels and soap because we don't even have toilet paper for you people these days. And you've come to expect that. And it's really shaking us to our core to have all of our expectations completely dashed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And talk about appreciation. Like, you know, people are like—I don't know how many people I know are putting free things online every single day. Like, um, wow, I almost said Mister his name, um, but he and I've been doing like morning meditations together. That they're just ten minutes, and they're on Facebook Live, and they're so sweet. They are sweet. And we're so happy, and like, if you come, you come. If you don't, you don't. Like, it's a party for everyone. And it it is like getting to spend time with the souls that are being there, you know? And I, I guess, you know, it's sort of a confluence of energies. Like we're all laying down our stuff, maybe because we have the walls of our house around them. Us and we're not out in public kind of facing off, but it's kind of like, what a privilege to spend time Mm-hmm. So many incredible souls, even if they're scared, even if they're the ones, like I got a little called out on Facebook a little bit by people <laughs> who thought I was being disrespectful and I certainly never was. And it was just a misinterpretation, but also maybe a different point of view. But nonetheless, I still realized that it didn't matter. It mattered that people were afraid. Mm-hmm. And it, it so was, their
1: stuff like you had loving going out their stuff got in the way of them being able to receive your loving or getting it got in the way of them being able to see you as a loving soul
0: yeah and i could have chosen to let that get in the way of me seeing them as loving souls mm-hmm. right
1: and it could have stopped you from doing more of these events or speaking up and and when you say you're speaking up it was like what you're speaking up about is more loving. (laughs) So that's what's kind of funny. It's like even you like going on the crusade of love, like still people can somehow find a way to get like upset about
0: it. Well and some people you really can see where when you take up any cause, even if it's love, you can trigger people because it gets scary because it's like, I'm gonna march in my parade and I'm gonna, you know, infect you because I'm not gonna take care of you. And that's what people were reacting to, Mm -hmm. not what I was doing. But at the same time, it was like, it got a sense of just hanging out with that person and just being like, I'm sorry. I really hear you. I I didn't mean that. And I can see why you're afraid. Yeah. And then getting, as soon as that starts to drop down, I get to spend a moment with them. You know, it's my responsibility not to be triggered by their upset as much as it's their responsibility not to be triggered by what they think I'm saying. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, what if we all perception checked all day long? Like, did you just
1: say, instead of just assuming we know what people said? Well, because that's where all of our stories get built, right? I mean, I had big experience of that this morning where I was saying to GoldenEyes, like, we got off the phone from talking about something and I kind of like thought about it for an hour and I went back and I was like, you know, did you really mean what I think you meant by that? And he was like, no, that wasn't it at all. And I was like, and he explained what he said. I was like, oh, Okay. But I could, the old me would have not said anything about it and then built my story and gone crazy over it. But the new me was just like, I better just double check that. And it wasn't, it was just this little niggle inside that was like, yeah. what was that? And yeah. I just love that I I took my stuff out of the way, meaning my fear of speaking up or the, the our old way we interacted with each other. I just... It's like, I'm not going to buy into that anymore. And so then I was able to get straight to the truth.
0: Yeah. And, and it's, it's like when you are allowing yourself to hang out with loving, you allow yourself to be, what's the word? Like non-offended. You can't take, you can't be offended by what people do. You're just like, you, I didn't mean that. Let me try and help you understand what I mean. And what it does is this, it drops out the judgment that there's such a lot of space of love to actually explore. Like, what does this feel like? That I think we actually get scared and we make up little dramas to ground ourselves. I was talking, yeah, Mr. Delicious and I were talking about this. It was like, did we do that because it felt so intimate and you start to feel your space Mm expand and you're like oh my God, oh my God, I don't think I can do this. Okay, I'm going to say something shitty. (laughs) (laughs) And you don't really know you're doing it. It's not. You're definitely not doing it on purpose. And all of a sudden your partner's face falls and you're like, "Um, Mm. just okay. And then actually party starts to feel a little better. You're like, okay, because that got really intimate. Just hanging out with someone's soul, hanging out with someone's heart. It's, it's
1: scary. It very right? scary. Because when it's that open, there, you know, there's more room for the icky to get in. The, you know, well, it's, but like, it's we're just we but it's more room for the love to get in too. So that's the trick, right? Because you open up that big and all the love can flood in, but also anything that wants to come in that's gonna bump up against your stuff can flood in. So it's like we ride this line of like how much can we expand?
0: Yeah. And and intimacy, right? That is saying is like, into me, see. Everything biologically in us is trying to say, no, no, you don't want to see in here. I'm going to take care of myself. And so to open that up, that's what we've been talking about developing trust and partnership, where whatever your partnership rules are, you get to plug those partnership rules in and know they stand. Hmm. And so, Chris and I have been thinking about this a little bit. We've been thinking how funny it is that I have this committed engagement to be married at some point when all the world, when 2020 <laughs> was something different. But when, when all that, the stars align, I would say, you know, but it's a very strong commitment. And Chris's beautiful partnerships. Have different tones and different feelings, but they you still have. Well, the ones that work, the partnerships, have had the tone of you know what you can count on, mm-hmm. you know who you are to each other, you express that you're honest. Mr. Here and Now has been nothing but revealed to you, so you know what's
1: happening. And, and it's what, sorry, go ahead. I was just no. gonna say, well, I was gonna say that, like. He's been nothing but here and now. And I have to say that in this current climate of the world changing, there was something so safe feeling with Golden Eyes. And I know that sounds weird after everything we've gone through, but it was like it was like a familiar, actually something that I felt like I could count on. And this has to do with okay, we've been in each other's lives for two years whereas Mr here now it's been 3 months so i noticed that within myself that there was this part that wanted to i don't know i don't know if it was like drawn back to the past just out of like stability and the instability i know that sounds really strange yeah. but it was like we do we do we know each other like he knows me a thousand times more than Mr right here right now like Mr right here right now knows Sexy, healed, fun, you know, love and life. I'm in a completely different space with Mr. Right Here right now. So he doesn't know the deep, dark, ugly parts of Krista. Whereas Golden Eyes knows all of those parts and is still coming back like interested in healing.
0: What's so fun about this is the way the universe synchronizes all these things. You know, I was thinking today, you know how when you get sick, sometimes you're like, gosh, I must have been overdoing it. I must have needed some time to myself. So you kind of go home, you close the doors, and for five to ten days, depending on how sick you are, you kind of shelter in place for mm-hmm. yourself. It's like, wow, the entire world just did that to itself. And some people went down kicking and screaming, some of us maybe in, those, in the <laughs> room right now. Um, from a place of being able to share physically with other people, maybe extroverts have that, that is a little more important to us. But my life isn't really significantly like that anymore. So I realized it was really sort of in the field that I was arguing this argument, but I think you and Mr. GoldenEyes have, Mr. GoldenEyes. Mr. GoldenEyes, <laughs> that's his <GoldenEyes>, name. <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> the GoldenEyes have a, have a, like a, Deep soul connection you've always had, and now that there's some healing that you've both done, it's possible that you are seeing each other, and that's the recognition of the beauty of the loving that you know. Maybe, maybe husbands and wives are coming home to each other right now and seeing that again because it's like, well, shit could happen here, like, really, yeah. people could get. You know, and somebody said, oh, there's, you know, a ton of babies going to be born in, you know,
1: nine months, 10 months from now. I'm like, I hope so. I
0: hope people are using this time to express their love.
1: I'm going to want to know how they got pregnant if they were six feet apart. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you don't have to have you know, intimate people. Have they forgot to explain those rules to you? Or have you missed have your here and now and you've been on six feet apart? <laughs> hmm? What? What's that you say? <laughs> Oh, funny! I think so, well, you know, it's funny. My um, son got off the plane from college, and um, we got him back here. And once he's, once we're near him, we're in the same boat. He's in right. right exactly. He has, to, he has to be contained for twelve days or fourteen days or something. And uh, I, I went to hug him, and he's like, "Mom, you know, you're going to be in trouble if you hug me. You're going to be stuck." I'm like, "I got to do it, man."
1: I'm going to be stuck with you inside the house anyway.
0: So I just can't not hug you. Like I, that's, that's the place that it's going to open up for me. And I do believe powerfully that if we're sitting in this loving energy as a planet, as all the people who are offering things into the world, this is so cool. Krista. It's like, it's given us this huge
1: gift because we're not just talking about using this for partnership. Like think about it. this concept though that we're talking about isn't just between friendships or partnerships, it's about the world as well because it's like can we take our stuff out of the way and still love our neighbor, still love the politicians, still love these, you know, people who are across the world having these experiences. Like yeah, gosh, there's so much here for us, right? There's so much. There's there's caring for ourselves, there's caring for others,
0: there's the ways that we protect ourselves, there's the things we hide behind, money, food, drinks, you know. <laughs> and, and you know, are we willing to get quiet and be with ourselves is really where we started. And what's so beautiful about it is that, and I keep having this experience, so it's weird for me on this podcast because I keep having this experience of expansion starting mm-hmm. to happen inside mm-hmm. me. Like, Oh, I had my first level of—that's ridiculous. Then I had my second level of okay, I have to, and then my third level is wow. We're all seeing how incredibly powerful our connection is without being together. Across, mm. you know, so many people are just being available in their loving and creating meditations and creating ways to support people that they can't physically do anything for. Mm. You know, and it's just like just be landing in this sweetest energy of since you can't do anything for me, I might as
1: well enjoy you and appreciate you, right? Like Yeah, oh. well, it, you know, when times are tough like this, it it and it's it's sad that we have to go through times like this in order to return to love. But it's sad. I mean, you know, but I mean you know, meaning like we should, I wish we could return to love, love just I I don't I kind of got a warble in there so I'm not sure what you just said but I think what I mean by sad is like you know we should be able to return to love whether there's life or death or trauma around us it's like can we live in the space of appreciation and gratitude without there being a coronavirus out there and and I'm well, saying this because I experienced it where I was all of a sudden with um golden eyes going like having like you know the the drama going around in the outside world. And it was a, I was able to just go like, why am I having this, these upset feelings with him still? Like it's so not worth it in the scheme of everything that's going on in the world. Yeah, it really does bring it into yeah. perspective. And I think a lot of people have commented
0: on that, especially people in places where there's been some really big loss already. Mm-hmm. And we don't know what we're facing the next two weeks. By the time this podcast gets out, it could be really, really
1: intense mm-hmm. for all of us. And so I hope that I spend the next two weeks loving the people around me.
0: That's what I'm more
1: say
0: is you know it's so precious. This time is so precious. We don't know what's going to happen, and we have all built all these stories. But what if we just take this time to be precious with each other and to to like, wow, I can feel there's another being in my mm. in my world, and that being brings makes me bigger. Making yeah. Bigger. Yeah. i and then, and then I can take my energy and like float it around the planet and send it to people in places where there's a lot of suffering right now oh. and even to the local hospital what do I know like I don't know where people are today all I can do is what I can do but to allow the energy to be with me I remember that from when my mom died was to actually let myself have the experience of loving her instead of cutting it off because I was afraid of what it was going to feel to lose mm. her.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and sometimes when I think of her I cry because I miss her mm-hmm. and sometimes I realize it's just that my heart gets so full that I wish I could just give her a hug <laughs> you know, and squeeze her but if I don't define it that way there's nothing that's sad yeah you know, it, I don't know. anyway it's sweet and loving and heal oh I was going to tell you. You know, I hit my head. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, the first thing I got in meditation after two and a half weeks was simplify. Mm-hmm. It's like, simplify. And like, okay. okay. And I started simplifying. And the second one I got was purify. Mm. And I feel like I have been walking through this like 10 days before the world. Like, simplify, yeah. simplify, simplify. Okay. Guess what? No work, no school. <laughs> like, right. And then everybody's having all these experiences of having to get their junk out of the way, like internal healing. So they can be purified to receive this experience as a loving experience and not as a horrific, you know, horrible experience of the world. And, so I'm like, I'm a little bit afraid for what word's coming.
1: <laughs> well, I remember my experience a couple of weeks ago? was like, I'm so bored. <laughs> and I'm like, well, y'all, I'm not bored anymore. <laughs> Thanks, coronavirus, for changing no, the world. I know.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I, I do want to say to our people, like every single one of you, impact us. We know you're here. We can feel your energy. I get such sweet appreciations, and I love I. Chris and I are so grateful to be able to do this and just get to love people and like call it a job <laughs> and, um, and love you specifically. And when you reach out, we really love hearing from you. So
1: please do. We've got some plans in store maybe. Always. Always. Um, well, thanks for opening up this topic because it really did make me reflect on some of the stuff that's going on in my life and kind of putting some word in con- words and context to what I've been experiencing. So.
0: Yeah, it's very. It's a very sweet time and it's a very sacred time. And um, I hope you will all choose to reap those benefits of this experience. And get
1: your junk out of the way so you get can your see your partners and your kids and your family more clearly for the truest version of who they are and who you are.
0: Beautifully said. Thank you. Right. And you know what? When you do that, you'll be able to spread the love. That's right. Spread the love, not the virus.